Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. Ooh, today was a goodie. We got really real and raw about imposter syndrome. So sit back, buckle up, enjoy, and listen to this with the lens of how does this connect with me? How do I relate to this, right? And know that you're not alone. And I hope you enjoy. Get ready to be empowered in three, two, one. Have you ever felt like you're not good enough or not worthy or there's no way I could do that? That person can do that. She can do that. He can do that, but not me, right? You doubt yourself. I think we all struggle with imposter syndrome. Have you dealt with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's literally a name for it. It's called imposter syndrome. I didn't know that until like a couple of years ago when I really started reaching, changing, growing, Mm -hmm. all the things and it floods you. I think it floods everyone. Yeah. And I think it's so easy to look at others and be like, they could do that. Or Mm -hmm. like we put other people on these pedestals, but a lot of times we kind of play down ourselves or somehow we let fear or memories from the past of a time when you maybe failed or didn't see something through just completely take over you and make you think I'm not good enough for this. There is no way that I can do this. Like I'm not worthy. I'm not capable. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not fit enough. I'm not skilled enough. I'm not smart enough. I mean, you go on and on and on the I'm not enough, but talk. Yeah. And I think what you said where it's easy to look at other people and be like, they could do it, but I'm not enough. I can't do it. It, you know, that's so interesting, right? Because how, how easy is it to see something in someone else and be like, they, you'll be great at this. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to be so successful in this, but we don't apply that belief to ourselves. Like I remember I had imposter syndrome, literally I labeled it. I acknowledged it. I knew it when I was looking to transition from my finance career into something else, something bigger, where I could have bigger impact, where I could help people. And I thought, you know what? I know a few people that are business coaches and lifestyle coaches and just help people live a better life. I think I could do that. That sounds really cool. That sounds like something I want to dive into. And I started to dive into that and you get, I, I, you just get flooded with imposter syndrome, but everyone around me, including my own business coaches were like, wait, you're, you're meant for this. You're going to be great at this. Mm -hmm. But I, you still get so scared. Like what, who's going to, you know, pay me or hire me to help them live a better life or help them build their business or help them in whatever facet of life they want to do. And I was scary. It was this imposter syndrome. Like here I am moving towards this and representing this and ultimately launching a business, but I'm not that person. Like I'm not good enough to get paid to do that. And I think sometimes we think you have to have arrived to be worthy of being hired, right? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I have to have 
achieve this. Like, for example, if you are wanting to be like a life coach or a business coach or a health coach, you think, well, I have to have a six pack and I have to be a multimillionaire and I have to like all the certifications. And when it's like, no, you have to just get started. Mm -hmm. You have to just declare that you're doing it. Recently on Facebook, it came up that two years ago, Wade declared he shared his vision board and declared his goals and what he wanted to do. And watching back that video, I like don't even recognize him now because he was like, so I don't want to use the word insecure. I was nervous. Yeah. But you, it weren't, you definitely were like very shy and timid and like you could tell that you were unsure of let's, yourself. Let's talk relative relativity here because what I think, mean? well, I had other people watch. I'm like, Oh my gosh, look at how like nervous I was. And they're like, what? You weren't nervous, but you know me I know so, you well so well that, I'm that like, you look oh back gosh. and you're like, wow, you were in a place where like you weren't fully, you know, confident in yourself or step in stepping into that and declaring those goals. I mean, I'll also say it was pretty scary to declare my goals on Facebook and just completely pivoting careers. It was definitely scary for me, but I look back to, and I was like, wow. And that's, you know, you deal with imposter syndrome and anything new you do, right? Before mm-hmm. you've gained confidence in it. We, we, you know, we did a Freestyle Friday and how to gain confidence. It's by doing the do, like Sandy said, is by just doing it. And it's not from, you think there's so many things. Oh, if I get that certification or if I go through that thing, or if I do this or that, there's this like magic formula or certifications or I'll be enough then. But what we realize is it's just doing it. It's just failing forward, falling down and getting up and learning and keep on going to really gain the confidence and break through that imposter syndrome. Yeah. And I think it's continuously proving to yourself that you're willing to grow and do things that make you wildly uncomfortable, right? Like even when you feel like you have arrived or you have accomplished something that a lot of people would just do anything to have, it's like, yeah, but how are you going to stay there? Right? Like I think about recently, I deal with imposter syndrome all the time and I don't speak that out loud, but it's like in my head where I started feeling like, wow, like, you know, how do I, like, I'm here and this is great, but how do I stay thriving here? And I had this like almost, uh, anxiety or like panic around, like, I got to do something I've never done before. And I literally knocked on all my neighbor's doors And I introduced myself and I left a business card and said, Hey, I wanted to introduce myself. We lived here for a couple years and I've never even come over to meet you. My name is Sandy and I live in, you know, I told them what my address was and they're like, Oh yeah, I know where you are. And I'm like, I just want to introduce myself. I wanted to let you know what I do. Wanted to let you know like how I'm here to help and serve. And some of the conversations were a little bit awkward, but I also had some great conversations and got some of the neighbor's phone numbers and now have like had good dialogue there. And it all was rooted from imposter syndrome of me being like, I am not willing to do that. Or like, that makes me super uncomfortable. And then I'm like, Sandy, the greats of the world, people that have continuously done amazing things are the people that continuously challenge themselves to do the things that make them feel like really kind of icky inside. So yeah, it's kind of like, what is holding you back? And knowing that you have, you have the total power to turn it around. We were actually listening to something earlier about when in doubt, focus out. Is that what it was? Mm -hmm. It was like when in doubt about if you should make that phone call, if you should follow up with that person, if you should, whatever it might be, X, Y, Z, focus out. How will this affect the other person? How will this touch other people's lives? If you're not doing the thing, you're making it about you. 
You're actually being very, very selfish. If I just stayed in my house and kept scrolling Instagram and never went and knocked on my neighbor's doors, I wouldn't have had those great conversations, right? I would have just been really selfish and making it about me, but I decided, okay, I'm focusing out. I literally put my headphones in. I blasted my favorite song, the champion by Carrie Underwood. I did a power stance and I was like, I am a badass," And I forced myself to go out there and do it. And so it's like, I love that concept of when in doubt, focus out. I absolutely love that. It just made me think of a specific instance. And it's just such a good concept that to like when we're nervous about something, focus outward on if we believe we have something to offer the world, if we're nervous about it, geez, we're holding back that gift. Mm -hmm. So it made me think of we were in Vail, Colorado on a leadership retreat and Sandy and I got asked to speak and and trained these leaders. There were already leaders. So there's some level of like imposter syndrome thoughts there. Like what makes me. Yeah. Why do you want to hear from me to train leaders that are already flourishing? Like, wow, it was a total honor, but there's some nerves to that, right? Public speaking is the number one fear in the world, which is wild, but it's, you know, it's there for a reason. And Sandy would definitely had some nerves going into it. She (laughs) end of the day. Actually, I'll get to that part. So she had some nerves going in. She's like, Oh my gosh, I'm nervous. And for a week. No joke. For a I week. literally, it affected my sleep. Stomach. I had a diarrhea. Yep. My digestion was all <laughs> over the place. I was sick over it. I was sweating. I could barely eat. I was a wreck. So you downplaying it? No, I was right. not well. <laughs> Thank you for that added. And, and you know, me looking at Sam, like Sandy, you are absolutely going to rock this. It was so easy for me and outside to be like, you're going to be amazing. But inside we get that imposter syndrome. Like, why? What makes me like, qualified to land? do this? Yeah. What if it's not funny? What if it's not well received? All and, the what ifs. And so, someone who is more tenured than us, you know, older, more experienced, and probably has spoken more than us, you know, recognized that. And Sandy, that she was nervous, or Sandy had even told her that she was nervous, and she she grabbed her by the arm, and she said, "I want to tell you something. If you're nervous because you're about to get on there and and share." you're making it about you. You're making it about your ego. I have chills. So if you drop that and you make it about, if you went in doubt, if you're doubting yourself, focus out, focus on the crowd, who you're going to serve, who's going to get something from it. Even if it's one person, when you're focused on that, the nervousness disappears or it turns into excitement or adrenaline or energy. And like, I remember Sandy came up to me and told me this and the weight on her shoulders, you could visibly see her energy and the weight had been lifted off her shoulders. So that was a really cool moment. It was like exactly what I needed to hear. I physically, yeah, I felt bricks being lifted from my chest. When she said that, I'm like, wait, I got asked to share because I have value to share and people need to hear what I have to say. And me being nervous is me playing small and is me making it about me. And so when she said, if you're being nervous, you're making it about you, it like hit me. And I was like, oh, I'm not a selfish person. Like I'm showing up for others. That's exactly what I'm doing. And I, my nervousness literally disappeared. Into energy. And guess what happened? She absolutely rocked it. I thought I gave the best training up until Sandy got on stage. (laughs) And then all of a sudden she's got the crowd dancing and like going wild. And she absolutely nailed it. I definitely crushed that. Yeah, you did. Um, (laughs) Um, Maybe we should do a podcast on that training. Actually, I think the people could benefit. Replicating that. Yeah. That whole topic of that training was level up your energy. And I started it with, okay, do you guys love, I want to dance with somebody by Whitney Houston? Who doesn't? Oh my God. It's the best song ever. (laughs) 
So I literally cranked it up on the speakers and that's how it started. And I literally was like skipping and dancing and marching and running through and around all these circular tables and was telling everyone like, get up, dance. And the whole freaking room was like clamping, clamping, clapping and dancing. And it was like the best way to start. And I was like, okay, how can I be nervous after that? Everyone's literally dancing and shaking their ass. <laughs> I was tasked for DJ and she'd look at me and point at me and be like, babe, oh, hit it. And it like Whitney would be bumping and she would just get everyone rocking. It was so <laughs> amazing. But okay. I think a lot of people look at you and sit like, oh my gosh, Sandy's a boss. Like she does everything good. At the same time, you share, vul- you're very good at being genuine and authentic and raw and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But what do you struggle with and where do you have imposter syndrome in your life? Like currently or recently or so, so we all know you're human. Yeah, I have a lot of them. I think one of my biggest ones is that I was raised by a foreigner. Like my mom was born and raised in Switzerland and she never went to formal school. So, and my dad worked a lot. So my mom, like, honestly, once I was at like a third grade level, my mom could never really help me with my homework because they didn't she didn't learn the way we are taught here in America. And so the way we structure sentences or write essays or do math problems, like it, she didn't have that stuff. So one of my biggest, I guess, insecurities sometimes, and I still deal with this is I don't always understand like American sayings or like, I don't know, certain jokes or I'm a very literal person. And Mm so it's so cute. Yeah. So sometimes I feel insecure around people that I feel like are very smart or like have all these crazy degrees or like have their masters or whatever, because I'm like, dude, I barely got through school. I was like a C student, a BC student. And so, yeah, I would say mine is sometimes feeling like I'm not smart enough. Like I'm not experienced enough. Like I'm not, I feel like I have to lean on others sometimes when it comes to if something's going to be like published or written about me, which there's been several of those opportunities lately, I get a lot of anxiety around that because I'm like, oh, I don't want my foreignism to come through or for Mm. me to like misspell things or for me to feel like I'm not good enough as someone else that has like fully American born and raised parents that was able to teach them all the things and they never needed a tutor because their parents were able to give them all the things. So long story longer, that's my answer. I love it. That, you know, it's so cute. I, I, it's Sandyisms, and it's so, I look at it as a strength because it makes you like cute, adorable, relatable. Like, she, and it's, it's not things that like you need to know. It's just these like American sayings of where she's like, what? Or like she gets it wrong or never heard of it. And it is so sweet and cute. But okay, I want to ask you this. You are an entrepreneur. You're very good at what you do. You're successful in multiple businesses, but let's focus on one where, you know, our business, our health and wellness business, you're, you're basically a health coach and a business coach. You're at the top 1%. It's we're partnered together. So I guess we are, but I think a lot of people look at you and think, Oh my gosh, like she's a unicorn. Do you ever get imposter syndrome in that role now as a leader of leaders, as a health and business coach? And did you in the journey, in the process getting there? Yes. And yes, (laughs) every single day. I will see other people at the top 1% and be like, oh my God, they're more this, they're more that, they're more blah, blah, blah. But I have to lean into my strengths and what I'm good at. And I have things that other people don't have. And I think vulnerability is one of my greatest gifts, my openness and my ability to connect with people and just be so real. And absolutely, yes, along the journey building to the top 1%, I dealt with that every single day. And so much so like, honestly, pain drives me. 
And I don't like feeling inferior. I do not like feeling small. I don't like feeling stupid. I don't like feeling not good enough. I don't like being told you're never going to be able to do that. I don't like feeling small or being put in a box. And in fact, it puts a fucking fire inside of me. And Boom, I'm like, F-bomb. Explicit. Come at me. Watch <laughs> me. I don't care if this takes me 20 years. I'm not giving up because the only way to fail is to quit. And so when it comes to imposter syndrome, it's knowing the only way to fail is to quit or to not show up and do the easy thing. So choose the hard thing, right? Like choose repeatedly day after day. What is the thing that makes you uncomfortable? What is the thing that you are avoiding? What is the thing that you do not want to do? What is the thing that your competitors or other people are doing that you feel like you should be doing that you're not doing? Do those things repeatedly, right? So yeah, I think I do deal with it, but I, I show up bigger. I have the fear, but I just show up bigger with the fear because I'm like, I'm not, I have a choice to make this be a beautiful life and it's not going to be easy. I know that, but it's not going to be easy. Like it's like what Debbie Neal always says, right? I think it's her about choosing your hard, like hard is dropping your kid off at daycare. Like, right. Like hard going to a job you don't like and having to drop your kid off at daycare. Yeah. Hard is struggling to know how you're going to pay that next bill. Hard is like, she goes through this whole list of all those hards. Those are hard things. Right. And it's also hard to keep showing up and build your business and X, Y, Z, whatever it might be. So it's like, choose your heart. So yeah, imposter syndrome, I've been riddled with it my whole life. And I don't know that it will ever go away. But I give it little attention and I squash it with activity. Mm. What just happened there is actually called a flow state. Sandy just went on a flow Sorry. state. Like, <laughs> no, it was amazing. I was yeah, like, I think I dropped an F-bomb. Yeah, that that is a flow state right there. When you just, you know, when you're out of your head and in your heart and your gut and you don't even know what's coming out of your mouth or what's coming next, or you might even black out. And that I think that just happened and yep. we were all blessed by it and because of it. And to conclude that that question or that thought i mean it's super empowering to see someone like you or i know we listen to a podcast and someone like oprah like super successful and everything she does have imposter syndrome so that's a very empowering feeling so for you out there listening know that where you don't feel good enough you feel like an imposter you feel i'm not a good enough mom i'm not a good enough business owner i'm not a good enough whatever it is i'm not you know, I don't deserve to be super healthy or fit or whatever that is. Know that that is, is false, right? It's imposter syndrome. You are good enough. You are worthy enough. You, you, you do deserve that. If it's on your heart, it's there for a reason. And when you see, and, and that focus out, I forget the quote, but when in doubt, focus out, when you start to feel that way, focus outwards, focus on other other people who you're serving. And it's almost these days, it's now like, I almost look for things to seek new imposter syndromes, because I know if I'm there, it's like, whoa, I'm growing, and I need to level up. And, you know, we've gone through enough things to realize and identify imposter syndrome and be able to squash it, but it's still there. It's still there daily. And it's almost this dance. You just understand how to, how to dance with it. And I know when I do have imposter syndrome, it means, whoa, I'm some, I I need to level up. I need to develop myself. Like I want to become someone I haven't been. So I have a little bit imposter syndrome. So I got to do things I've never done and it's going to be a little scary, but it's going to be worth it. And I'm going to choose the heart of going for that. I love that. So I want to flip the script really quick and ask you, mm. like, what has made you feel 
like really real. I want to hear something deep, not some surface stuff. What, where I have imposter uh-huh. syndrome? I think, as I mentioned earlier, in transitioning into entrepreneurship, I was super secure and confident in my career in finance as an employee, how to do that. Like that was everything I knew. And I was honestly smart and good at it and was really confident in it. In transitioning into entrepreneurship, into just announcing that I'm going to start coaching people on the side. Like that is was the biggest imposter syndrome I remember. And I remember identifying it and acknowledging it and working through it. And it still creeps out, right? It still rears its ugly head, whatever that that saying is, where there's still moments where you think, gosh, what, what, what gives me the right to be in the position to be able to do this or that? Mm-hmm. And I think the key, is, and it's still, you know, still in, in all of our businesses, it's like, am I good enough? Mm-hmm. But I think when the expectancy and when the belief in yourself and with the confidence in yourself, when you can lean into that, when you can lean outwards on why I'm doing this, it's for other people, attach it to your why and other people, when that is bigger than that fear, that imposter syndrome, you keep moving forward Mm -hmm. and you don't let the imposter syndrome kind of drown your dreams basically. So I still deal with it like you do. I wouldn't say I consciously think about it every day, but it comes up for me for sure. Still in what we do, even though we're years in, we are well practiced in it. We develop that muscle daily. We grow ourselves, but it's still there. Mm-hmm. And I think there's going to be future imposter syndromes that come up where we go to do something and we're like, whoa, I can't do that. How am I, I'm not that person. How am I going to do that? And But I almost look forward to that now because... It means I believe we're on the right track in growing ourselves towards something we want to do. Mm-hmm. So good. So you listening, have you struggled with imposter syndrome? And what is making you feel like that? Is it something you're currently going through? Is it something you've gone through in the past? Is it something that keeps coming up for you? Know that that's totally normal. I deal with it. Wade deals with it. We all deal with it. So just embrace it. Know that it's part of the journey and when in doubt, focus out, focus on how you can serve others and how, what you're working towards will ultimately bless other people's lives. And know that we believe in you. You are powerful. You are strong beyond belief. We see it in you. Other people see it in you. Even if there's moments you don't see it in yourself, if it's there on your heart, it's there for a reason, lean into that and know that you are powerful beyond measure. And if you see it and you believe it, you can achieve it. So let's squash imposter syndrome together. And if you got value out of this episode, share it, share it with a friend, share it with someone who would so benefit from hearing this, share it on social media. And this podcast keeps going because of, because of you, because of you guys listening, you know, we, when, when in doubt, when we're like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do or say, or we're so busy? How are we going to schedule these podcast interviews? We're like, you know what? This isn't about us and just like our voice. This is about you guys. And so we're grateful for you. And what keeps it going is you guys keep rating and reviewing it and sharing it. And we're so grateful for that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic.